All right, we're recording. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an emergency episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. Where we take the conversations from your private group checks to real life talk. This is an emergency podcast tonight because of what's going on in our country. I'm your host. Tommy ain't got no job. That's all I'm saying tonight. Producers produce. All right. Well, I'm smug, dude. Love at first smug. That's all I'm going to say, too. Let's, de- let's, let's get, get it. it. Oh, man. Whew. Tough, tough couple of months, man, in this country and uh, even tougher these last couple of days. Uh, it's been a protest going on in the uh, country for uh, George Floyd, uh, murdered senselessly last week in Minnesota by a police officer. Tonight we're here. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on, but I want to talk about protests. Protests are a response to injustice. If you want to end protests, end the injustice. So what we're seeing right now in America, and I think last I saw, seen protests in 75 cities. And it's not only happening in America. There, I saw a video today of protests in Germany, protests in New Zealand, protests in the UK, just all around the world. I mean, everybody is seeing I mean, I, I think it, the, the sad thing about the George Floyd is they're really, this is one of the few times where there hasn't been anyone to say, well, actually, uh, well, well, actually, I mean, well, they're, they're really, well, actually, no one's really said that. Like, this tape is pretty cut and dry. Oh, it's cut and dry. It's clear. It's, uh, it's clear what happened. Um, he was finally, the murderer was finally charged this week, uh, third degree. We, we, uh, it's not enough, but, uh, you know, let the legal system play out a little bit longer. But these protests, man, uh, I mean, out here in L.A., um, these last couple of days, I mean, the protests have been pretty much all over L.A. County. I mean, Santa Monica, 10 blocks of my house. I think that today I saw him. Oh, yesterday I saw him in Long Beach. Um, and I, I've seen a lot. I mean, there's the thing that's happened is not only obviously we've seen the protests and most of the protests that I've seen and 99 percent of the people that I've seen have been peaceful protests. That's right. But now, but now there's the one percent that are out looting and rioting, and those people. Um, I, I don't want to say I understand. I mean, I understand the the, the anger that, that we're all angry right now, and uh, people people that look like me were angry, were hurt, scared a little bit because we don't know what's next, but we the protests are are delivering the message the looting the rioting that's not helping and a lot of y'all are doing that y'all don't even care about what the protests are about so i need y'all to stand down on that because what we're protesting now is about 
our lives. It's about Black Lives Matter. Right. So I need y'all to stand down on that. Right. Think about, don't think about the how, man. Think about the why. It's all about the why. Like even the responses that I've been seeing on social media, um, it's not really about the why. Like you mentioned earlier, Tommy, like basically, you know, no, no, we, nobody's coming up and saying, well, you know, it's because of this. So, well, he did that. It's pretty clear. It's pretty plain that we actually seen a man die on camera repeatedly murdered murdered over and over and over again. And we watched three other police officers allow it to happen, you know? And so today, you know, we was talking today, like we were supposed to do this last night. My bad. I fell asleep. I couldn't wake up. My daughter says she tried to get me up today. This morning I woke up, you know, it was early, man. I immediately text you like my bad. Listen, let's do this this morning. And then I uh, I had to go on an appointment. I got in my car, man, and, you know, no judgment, whatever. But immediately I just started crying. Like, I, I, I turned the car on, and I cried. I cried all the way to my appointment. And then when I got in the car <laughs> after the appointment, I cried again. And so uh, the reason that I was so upset is, like, I've been, I've been kicking myself, like, this whole time, like, even through this COVID mess, uh, you know, we've been in the house and we've been doing a lot of self-reflecting and me right. specifically been doing self-reflecting. And then the the young lady, uh, I don't know her name again, Cooper, who did what she did in New York. Amy Cooper. Yep. On the bird watcher. She did. She did that stuff. Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, and then and then we ended up, you know, with with this right here, with all these protests and riots and stuff. And so I started to really think back and my life kind of flashed before me, like just stuff that I let slide in my life. And in and, and times when I kind of took the easy way out. Right. And I played the safe play and I didn't speak up, you know, for my rights and my and, and, and the people's rights around me. There was never a time I ever let anybody get disrespected. But. It just, I just felt like I could have done more in my life. And it's not about me, but selfishly, um, I felt bad. And I had a little bit of guilt and remorse today. But I also felt badly for all the people, man. Everybody that looks like me. I cannot and I never have. And that's why, you know, man, I haven't really been on the news and doing research and stuff like that around certain topics. Because I just look at it a lot of times as it is what it is. We know it's there. It's been happening forever. It's all negative. It's going to get better. We got to, you know, figure out a way to be better parts of society and stuff like that. But, man, I cannot and I never have understood people and how they could be so evil, ignorant, and treat us so badly. Like, I don't understand what we did. I have no idea what we did wrong to be treated this way. And so uh, so for me today, um, this feels good. It was important for me to get this off my chest tonight. I just wanted to share that quick story. Last thing is I called a buddy and I was just on the phone crying with him. And I just, he just, you know, was like, what's going on? And I was like, man, I need your help. Like, he looks like me. And I was like, basically like, why, man? Like, why are we in this position? Why are we in this place? So he talked to me. We talked a little bit, prayed for me, uh, you know, 
got myself home and that took me through the rest of the day and I couldn't wait to get on the uh, call with you tonight. So I appreciate it. But that's, that's my story I wanted to share today. Yeah, man. I mean, I, you know, tears are, are, are not unexpected right now. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, it was this, this whole thing was really, it was really heavy on my heart, like all weekend. And again, like you said, I mean, I, I just, I, I didn't know what to do, but you know, I, I felt like I posted something to uh, Facebook today and it, it was, it was kind of talking about like circling back a little bit. And also I just want to make sure that we don't also forget to mention Brianna Taylor who was killed in her bed as well that's what we're talking about what's been going on this last couple of weeks i apologize for that that's right no just no hey man (laughs) the thing is it's so many it's so many you know you can that's the scary part you you can lose track oh yeah but i I just you know watching these protests and and seeing different people on the news and seeing different people saying man there's got to be a better way And, and this is what what i had to get off my get off my soul and my spirit today is that then, then y'all got to tell us what's the right way is to protest. You, you got to tell me what the right way is to protest. Cause I feel like every way that we protest, y'all find some kind of way to say that's the wrong way to protest. Like I swear if, if we protested on a Sunday, they'd be like, man, you know, that's, that's church, man. You can't, you can't protest on Sunday. <laughs> right. It, it, it doesn't matter, man. It's like they find a way to say that there's a reason that the way you're protesting is wrong. And the point of protesting is not to make you feel comfortable with me protesting because if you feel comfortable with me protesting then the protest isn't going to have an impact there's no reason to protest right yeah if you happy if you happy if i'm protesting against what you're doing to me and you're happy with the protest then that's not making you uncomfortable so why would you change right the the, the logic of that makes no sense but it just kind of circles back like i said when i'm saying what what's the right way to protest what's the way we've tried every way we've kneeled We've held up fists. We've marched, and y'all still say that's not a, that's not the right way. Yeah, but so even, even back, I'm asking like, for y'all to tell us the, what's the right way, so so we know what's the right way that y'all can understand the hurt, the pain, the fear that we walk we walk with in our lives. Like, what what's the right way for y'all to understand that? And I just think with you know, like, kind of circling back now to to Colin Kaepernick, you know another person who was peacefully protesting who y'all told him that was the wrong way what he was doing y'all said Colin Kaepernick it's the wrong way to protest it's the wrong way another peaceful protest so again what's what's the right way to protest what's what's the way that we can protest that makes you understand what we're dealing with right the pain and the trauma that we're dealing with right right well bro it's not it's, it's 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 a lack of empathy, man. Like you know, four years ago, when this when when Cap took that knee, nobody empathized with him. You heard me earlier say, let's focus on not the how, but the why. Nobody yeah. ever goes to the why. Mm-hmm. They they want to make you know comments about how you're doing things and how it looks and how it feels, but nobody's ever talking about why. Why is this happening? Because that's the problem. And if we're going to be solutions-based and solutions-oriented, let's figure out the root of it, right? Let's figure out why it's happening. What can we do to fix it? How can we create some change? So, yeah, I totally agree with you. So, you um, 
in your earlier notes that you sent. Because, you know, we got to keep it a little lighthearted. We, we, we mad and we upset and we angry. But, yeah. but tell me about how you got challenged to, uh, to give up the NFL. <laughs> We're only 12 yeah. minutes in, man. We got a little bit of time. Tell me that story. Yeah, man. So I, I, I was talking to a, to a good friend of mine from, the, uh, from uh, Drexel University, one of the finest institutions on the east coast of our country. I, I was challenged yesterday to uh to give up the nfl this season man and uh so that that was a call to arms uh you know we uh, listen i haven't made an official call yet i got i gotta I got get approval for that from my pops so i can so i can make an official call yeah, scared. yeah i was i was challenged yesterday and i i, I appreciate that because like i said man i mean they 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 took kaepernick's job man i mean they, they took that man's livelihood because he he took a knee about this. And, you know, it's kind of like I, also I said in my, in my, in my post today is that I, I pulled out my I Can't Breathe uh, T-shirt that I bought five years ago for, for Eric Gardner. And uh, I was able to bring out a shirt from five years ago and put it on again this weekend. And it was the same thing from same five years cause. ago. Same cause. Same cause. And the thing, and the thing that I was thinking about is, that's scary, man. That we have, uh, we have sayings and shirts like that, that that we can reuse. You're not supposed to be able to reuse those shirts. You, you those, those shirts aren't meant, those shirts aren't meant to be reused. Like this, is not supposed to be. Uh, season one was Eric Gardner. Season two, George Floyd. I, I don't want a season three and a season four of this shirt. Right. Right. I, I don't. I don't want to wear this shirt again for nobody. It looks like. Right. Don't. Right. Don't. Don't want to ever want to wear it again. Well, you know, I was a you know a diehard, diehard since '86 New York Giants fan, and you know, like the whole bums. Well, whatever. You know how I text thread. I mean, it would have been popping, man, because we had the sorriest team in the league for the past few years, and trash. That's right. But you know, like. I had to step away from it. I wanted to the year that we got Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I was kind of excited about that, like really excited. But I just couldn't bring myself to be a part of it because now a couple things. Would I stand and, 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 and salute the flag? Yes, because I always have and that's just something that I do. Honestly, right. I don't even understand a lot of times why. I just do it just because mm -hmm. the tradition is a part of me. Tradition. And it, tradition and it makes me feel a certain way. However, I will never, ever, ever judge anybody for standing up for, for their rights and specifically something that affects me as a black man and my, my, right. my kids, my child, my family, my friends, right? So again, it's not about the how. It was always and it still is about the why, why he did it. So real quick, I want to read this and then we can move on to the next thing. Uh, I saw today on social media, which has been very distracting lately. Um, but a message, I owe you an apology, Cap. Four years ago, you made a statement and I didn't agree with your platform. Many of my family members and people I love defended and died for the flag for which you knelt before. I was offended and openly critical of your protest. I failed to lovingly come by your side and hear your heart. I looked at how you were protesting instead of why, how and the why. 
As a result, your cry for help fell upon deaf ears. I'm sorry. Perhaps if I listened four years ago, things would have been th- things uh, would be different today. Maybe if I joined you in your crusade, we could have made an impact together. You chose to peacefully kneel and I condemned you for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it was a lot of people I saw these last couple of days being like, man, I wish, uh, wish people would be taking a knee instead of this protesting. Like what? Well, anyway, so the other thing that's really, 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 really been on my heart this weekend and my soul, man, is the misuse of Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, I've seen so many posts and statements of people being like, man, I wish these protests could be more like Martin Luther King. He was he, he was nonviolent. So a couple of things that I want to say. Um, he was nonviolent and he was still assassinated. He, he was a nonviolent protester and he was still assassinated. And well, he was beaten while he was uh, being yeah, nonviolent. And, and when he was nonviolent, uh, they released <laughs> dogs on him. They hit hoses on him. Yep. Not only was he nonviolent, they dressed up and went to these marches in suits and ties. They were, these, this, was, this was a minister. These were church people. And they still sucked dogs on him. They still hit him with hoses. Bomb the churches. They still, they still beat him with batons and locked him up for bogus charges. So don't tell me about nonviolent and how, how happy y'all with nonviolent. I want to read um, a couple of things. So uh, Dick Vitale posted on Twitter. Oh, my God. Our nation desperately needs a Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, Emmanuel Acho, I hope I said his name wrong, brother, on a, I've seen him on ESPN. He, he responded to him, we had one. They killed him. Y'all, y'all asking for somebody to be here that was murdered. He was murdered. He was assassinated when he was, all he was trying to do was speak nonviolent. But the thing that I think a lot of, people don't understand also was Dr. King and his organization, organization he worked with literally courted violence. It was an explicit part of their agenda because they knew that the average white American would be repulsed by what they saw in the South and they knew it would expose America hypocrisy abroad and to the rest of the world. So don't, don't, don't use Dr. Martin Luther King's name and try to tell us to be like him and be nonviolent like him. Because when he was doing that, everybody acts like they love Dr. Martin Luther King now. But when he was assassinated in 1968, only 25% of the American public supported and agreed with what he was speaking nonviolent. 25% of the American public, 1968. So I'm thinking. Of that 25%, let's say 90 to 95% of that 25% was people that looked like him. So you're talking about realistically anywhere from 10 to 15% of America supported Dr. Martin Luther King 
this nonviolent warrior that everyone loves to reference today in 1968 when he was assassinated. Keep his name out your mouth talking about what's going on today. Right before he was he was assassinated, Dr. King was seeing things a little bit differently. He was still nonviolent, but he was understanding that those people that was standing by the side supporting him, but also weren't saying anything when they were seeing the dogs being unleashed on him and his supporters. He understood that standing on the sideline wasn't going to be enough this time. It's not, it's not enough anymore for you to stand on the sideline. It's not enough for some of y'all that have privately texted me, privately hit me up in my Facebook messenger and said, you understand. I, I, God, I appreciate you saying you understand. But in order for the change to happen, you've got to take that publicly. Do something. You've got to take it publicly. It can't just be private messages to me. Right, right. Again, okay. I appreciate them. I respect them. I love them. But in order for there to be change, it can't come from this side. It's got to come from those secret messages that you're sending me. You've got to speak to the people. Because we've been trying to speak to the people. We've marched peacefully with Dr. Martin Luther King. We've taken knees with Colin Kaepernick. And now here we are in 2020. And we're still experiencing the same thing. We're still seeing, still seeing a man murdered on television. So I was talking to a friend today and we were talking about this too as well. He made a, he made a pretty good comment to me and, 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 and was very helpful. <laughs> he was like the older generation is going to start dying off. You know what I'm saying? It's like progress. Right. And, uh, he was, you know, he don't look like us, just a guy that I grew up with. And we were talking about how we grew up and, you know, how, how, how it was. And he was like, yeah, I remember the first time I told my, my mom and dad I was going to stay at my black friend's house. <laughs> and I was in the eighth grade. And they said, uh, <laughs> they said, no, we don't know about that, man. You know, we don't supposed to do that. You know, like they're going to think, you know, think crazy of you and this, this and that. And he was like, look, mom and dad, like, it don't matter to me. Like, I hang out with them at school anyway. You know, like, they're going to think the way they think of me anyway because I'm with them at school. And he was like, his parents was like, I understand. That's just not the way it was. We sorry, but it's cool. So one of the comments we was talking about today is like, he was like, think about it, man. Like, you know, I'm not saying it's right, but it made sense. Slavery. How we now we like, man, I don't know how they did that. or I don't know what I would have done. And right. this isn't that. Right. So we passed that stage because I'm for real. I, 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 I can't even imagine anybody try to enslave me like that's right. That's not going to happen. Right. So now we're talking like as those people die off, that's because people that that's the way that they were trained. And that's the way that they were, you know, they ingrained with that information and that hatred and that injustice and whatever the belief is. But the kids, the kids are getting better. So the thing is, is going forward. Think about how our kids and our, our nieces and nephews and our family are going to be in the future. When they look right. at these videos, hopefully they're going to be like, man, they used to beat black dudes up like that and kill them and this, this and that. And that day is going to come. That day is going to come one day. But like you said, we got to have some change. Right. And in order for that change to happen for the future, it starts right now. And it starts from people outside of those that are being oppressed. So uh, 
So that was that was something that helped me out a lot today to think about like the progress. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. Doesn't mean it's right um, because it's not at all. And that's what, what what gets me really upset about it all. But yeah, if you if if, if you're gonna be a part of the change, you got to do something and you got to speak up. Help us out. Yeah, um, we don't have the answers. We don't have the answers yet. Um, I know I've I've actually been talking to some people today, and I I think one of the things that 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 we need to start doing is having a little bit more, um, not not looking for a national leader. Uh, we need to look for more community leaders. Uh, so I think one of the things that that we were talking about is kind of getting people from all over the country on some of these Zoom calls and just kind of trying to figure out to what 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 we can do but but while that's happening because it's not going to be something that's happened overnight because obviously you know dr king was killed and you know i'm sure i'm sure my parents were having this conversation and my grandparents were having this conversation saying you know it's going to get better it's going to get better and then here we are right now i mean right now in 2020 there are more protests in more cities than there have ever been at any time in American history. Right. And that's all over the murder of an unarmed man by a, by a police officer. By a police officer. So, yeah, I mean, there, there are things that are getting better, but we also have to acknowledge. I mean, not, not only did I get a lot of uh, private messages from people telling me, you know, what can I do? But also I was disappointed and shocked and saddened by how many private messages I got from people that were saying to me, like, like, this was my experience with the police that I just, I still don't feel comfortable talking about. And like you said, I mean, I, it was only a few messages on that side today, but that, that it's like I said, it's a lot of, a lot of trauma, man. It's a lot of, a lot of stuff that we have to process and, and deal with. But I just, I just want us to, to understand it. The protest is because we're tired. We're tired. And we're just trying to figure out what can we do to get people that don't look like us to understand what's going on. So this was an emergency pod. Just had to get some things off our chest. Wanted to talk to y'all. A couple of people have been asking me, like, waiting one one to hear. I want to shout out a couple people real quick. Uh, want to shout out uh, Madi and her kids who told me they listened to the podcast together. Also, Madi, uh, you know I got your back after that situation you dealt with today. You need me. I'm pulling up. We are uh, we are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher, and we are on Spotify. Unlimited text, please. Subscribe, rate. And review, tell us what we're doing wrong, tell us what we're doing right. Sounds gotten a lot better, so don't tell me the sounds bad anymore. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna leave y'all this week like I leave y'all every week, especially now because you never know when when it might happen. But if you can't take care of your family and life, please take care of death. Get yourself some life insurance. So I'm gonna change up a little bit. This 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 is what I'm going to keep. So three things in life that I've learned. Uh, relationships. Build relationships before you need them. 
What's your DNA? What's your why? Why do you do what you do? Who would you let down if you aren't successful? And lastly, have a plan. Pull up and murder cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate.